Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Hey mamas, what's going on? I don't even know what day of the week it is right now. Usually I record these on Thursdays and I post them on different days. All I know is that the school year is coming to an end and I am nervous but excited about all of the things. Summertime brings on a whole different routine, which I'm always super stoked about um, engaging in. And then my kids laughed yesterday. They said, in two weeks, you'll be wishing we were back at school which could totally be true, and that's my prerogative as a mama, right? Today, what I want to chat about is something that is super important to me, and I have noticed a huge difference when I got a hold of this part of my health and my nutrition. And I sat down and I had a really great heart-to-heart with my naturopath, and I know I recorded a podcast on this just a few weeks ago, maybe two months ago, but really, truly, it keeps coming up again and again and again in my practice, and I want to make sure that we continue to have this conversation, and it really is about how to advocate for ourselves when it comes to our hormonal health with our doctor. And there are three things that she, Dr. Wallace, kept hitting on that I felt was so important that us mamas talk about. When I work with my clients, my job isn't just to help them lose weight. It's to help them feel good and confident in their bodies. I'm sure you're on the other side listening to this and thinking, yeah, that's a part of the package deal, right? That's what I want. And one of the areas that I like to have my clients look into is the health of their hormones and their thyroid. However, this can be really difficult if you don't know what to check for and what to ask and to advocate for being checked as well. I had a terrible experience um, and an amazing experience with a few doctors and as I tried to get my own health in balance. And when I found Dr. Wallace, I was finally able to get the help that I needed I interviewed her about women's health and how to advocate, and this is the three things that I got from our interview that I think are super, super important. And before we dive into that, I want to make sure that we can identify if we are even needing our thyroid or hormones to be checked. So there's a few little checkpoints that we can ask ourselves if we're not feeling super good about, okay? So I'm going to give you four. Of course, there's more, but these top four really were the driving force for me and one of the reasons why I ended up in her office, okay? So number one, not sleeping well through the night or even getting a full night's sleep and waking up still tired, okay? So no matter how much sleep you do or don't get, you're exhausted. Number two, 
drastic mood changes. I could be hot and cold in the flip of a light switch. And I know that some of you are like, well, yeah, depending on the month, that could be my situation as well. Well, think about it. Depending on the time of the month, we've got an influx of hormones. But if this is happening to you on the regular, more often than just, you know, when uh, Shark Week is here or Aunt Flo is in town, if you're picking up what I'm laying down, (laughs) then we want to look into that, right? Energy levels are huge. I am a go, 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 go kind of person. And then I noticed that I was a no, 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 I can't get going kind of person. And so that was a big red flag for me. And then, of course, decreased sex drive, which we all know happens after the age of 32 for women, some of us a little bit earlier than that. But I noticed a big shift from the norm. And so what you want to pay attention to is where am I on a normal basis and has that shifted drastically in these four areas? That's a big indicator that something may be going on. If you simply don't feel good, then something is off and you mama deserve to find out what it is. And the first step in becoming your own advocate is to find a doctor. So that's one of the three things that we're going to talk about today is finding a doctor who will listen to you. There are so many different types of doctors out there. When I first started my health journey, I just went to my PCP, my primary care physician, because that's what you always did as a kid is you went to your PCP, right? When you get the flu, Um, When you were sick as a kid, that's who you went to. I thought that they would be able to tell me what was going on and how to fix it. But (laughs) I got into a little bit of a tricky situation, right? They're general practitioners, which means most PCPs aren't best suited for thyroid and hormonal problems. They're general practitioners. They're great at diagnosing and knowing pharmaceuticals. However, they usually treat symptoms rather than the cause. And this was absolutely what happened to me. And listen, y'all. I want to put this little disclaimer up here at the very beginning. I got a little bit of hate mail after my discussion with Dr. Wallace about uh, PCPs and and nurses and and, uh, different kinds of doctors. I believe that an attentive and good doctor is an attentive and good doctor. I believe that an unattentive and a doctor who is getting me in and out like the cattle prod is a doctor who's not paying attention. And my experience has been this. That is not to say that PCPs are not amazing. It's not to say that nurse practitioners aren't amazing. It's not to say that anyone is not a good doctor. There's a better doctor over another doctor. What I'm saying is... Through my experience, I went to a lot of unattentive doctors who did not look into what I was trying to tell them did not feel right, and they ignored me and tried to shove medication in my face that I didn't need. So I'm not saying that good doctors are bad doctors. I'm saying good doctors are good doctors and unattentive doctors are unattentive doctors. There are certain doctors who give you a different quality of care. And this was my experience. I went to several, including a naturopath. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that in there. Okay. I went to a nurse practitioner, I went to a chiropractor, I went to a PCP, and I went to a naturopath, and none of them were a good fit for me, okay? Dr. Wallace is a naturopath, and of course, she recommends finding a naturopath or a functional doctor because they look deeper and treat the cause, not just the symptom. That is her mission, right? When I saw Dr. Wallace, she asked me about my symptoms, but then she asked me more about my health and how it was affecting other areas of my life and what was working, what wasn't working. 
And then she's kind of like a math magician, a puzzle magician. And she started putting all of these things in a timeline together so that we could create a plan that fit my needs and that helped me uh, feel better. Uh, One of the things that she said was, I'm like a medical detective and I love it because I know that no one else has taken all of your parts and put them together before. And that's what we do here. Because we're complex. There's a lot to us, right? And so it's really important that we pay attention to all of the pieces. I love another part of her quote that she talked about was, you're not just a head for neurology, a gut for gastroenterology, or a heart for cardiology, or a thyroid or hormones or endocrinology. You are one piece. So I have to get to know the whole thing. And that for me was where the magic lied. She cared about me as a person. When I went to the other doctors, including another naturopath, I was not heard and not paid attention to, and they definitely were not interested in solving my riddle as a whole. They were interested in putting me in a box, a cookie cutter box. Oh, if you have this and this, then you go in this box. If you have that and that, then you go in that box. And that was definitely not the case for me. So number one, find a doctor that makes you feel good, that that evokes confidence from you and that listens to you. Okay. All right. Then the second piece is going to be to get the right test. Now this I am taking from our interview. So if I screw some of this up, just know I'm not a doctor, <laughs> right? So I, I, and when I say screw this up, I mean, you know, how to pronounce it and stuff like that. I know what they are and I know why they're important and I'm not giving you or, or heading you in the, a, a bad direction, but you know, some of these doctor words are very, they're intense. Okay, so getting the right tests done are super, super important, right? If you're struggling to lose weight, have low sex drive, experiencing changes in your mood, can't focus or sleep, then it really might be a good time for you to get your thyroid and your hormones tested, obviously, right? So thyroid testing. Most doctors will check thyroid stimulating hormones, so your TSH, but they are just checking that it's present, What we really want to know is how much TSH is coming out of the thyroid and how much is being converted into the body and giving you energy. Okay, that's the important step that Dr. Wallace and I chatted about. There are several different thyroid hormone levels that can be tested and most doctors only check for two or three. So if you feel like your thyroid could be an issue, make sure that you ask your doctor for a comprehensive thyroid panel. Okay, so you also might want to mention things like at least five of these areas tested. Your TSH, your total T4, your free T3, your reverse T3, and any antibodies that your thyroid may be creating, okay? Our thyroids are super, super complicated, and most doctors don't test for all of these because they don't know how to treat them. So you want to make sure that you ask these questions, and if you don't feel confident in their response then it might be a clue or an indicator that they're not super sure how to help you in that area, okay? Now, hormonal testing, it's hard to pinpoint which hormone may be off, so it's best to ask for a comprehensive hormonal panel as well, just like we talked about with the thyroid. This will give you the best picture of what's going on in your body so that you and your doctor can determine the best course of treatment. These are the five main hormones you'll want to make sure that you are tested. And one of the reasons why this got brought up, you guys, is because I had a client similar uh, story as me. She went to a doctor in her hometown, which is in like three states over. And she went to a, a doctor, a regular doctor, PCP, 
And she told him, I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling off. And he tested for some of the things and all of her paperwork came back and said, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, sorry, it must be something else. So after having a discussion and, and talking about my experience with my naturopath and Dr. Wallace, I shared with her and I said, Hey, it might be worth getting a second opinion and going to another doctor and asking them for these specific tests. So the thyroid ones that we just talked about and the hormonal ones that I'm about to tell you about, she went to the doctor, she had these tested, and it came back that she was in need of some help. She did need certain micronutrients. She was low on those that were causing her mood, vitamin D, um, and other things, iron and, and stuff like that, that were causing her to feel tired and, and out of whack. And her testosterone was very low. I want to say her testosterone was around 6 Okay. And so you're going to feel junky if your testosterone is around six. So that's why I share this with you because oftentimes we go to a doctor and we take their word for it. And it could be any doctor. It could be a naturopath. It could be a PCP. It could be a nurse practitioner. It could be any doctor that you go to, a functional medicine doctor. If it doesn't feel right and you still feel like junk, you still feel like junk. So there's still more investigating for you to do and finding a doctor that can help you. Okay. So these are the five main hormones you'll want to make sure that you have tested. Estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, at least total testosterone, FSH and LH. Okay. Doctors only test what they can treat most of the time. So you want to make sure that if your doctor doesn't want to run these tests on all these specific hormones, then they most likely don't know how to treat them. And so they don't want to really run them because they're not super sure what to do with them. Okay. Listen, mama, when you walk into a doctor's office and you rattle off a few of these things that you want to to have tested. The doctor knows without a shadow of a doubt that you are in charge of your health and your wellness, that you are paying attention, that you are going to ask and require that they treat you at a higher higher level of care because you know what you're talking about. They are going to make sure that they show up and work for you, right? When you show up and you speak up for your health, it prompts your doctor to take it just as seriously. I and Please, I'm going to say this again. I'm not saying that doctors don't take other people's health care seriously, but just like there are teachers that are, you know, paying attention and driving new curriculum and staying, you know, ahead of the curve, there are also teachers who are still teaching things from 20 years ago. I used to be a teacher. I watched it happen all the time. And so our medical profession is no different. There are doctors that are better than others and doctors who are comfortable in what they've always done. Okay. So, advocate for yourself. A good doctor will do what they can to help you and find someone else if they cannot. Okay. The third thing, understand your lab report so that you can ask your doctor for help. Now that you've advocated for the test, it's time to learn what good looks like. Health is very individualized, but knowing what ranges are and where you fall within them can help you determine what you want. When you get a lab report back, it will be put in a range. So all of our tests comes back in like a range, right? Like the, the lower end and the higher end. And it's all based off of testing that the labs have done to that specific hormone or micronutrient. So if only people who feel terrible are being tested, 
you'll fall within the normal range. Then it doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy or it doesn't necessarily mean that you feel good, right? Because the normal ranges are created mostly by people who don't feel good. So what does normal or high or low look like, right? So when I was talking with Dr. Wallace, she suggested that you need to be within the 50 to 75% range. If you are below that, then you definitely need to address that area and bump up whatever numbers are below that 50 to 75% range. Because even if they tell us, you know, you're right, you know, at the border, but you don't feel good, then that's the border of what? right? Like the border of which range, which person, how good does this person actually feel that you're putting me in this, you know, classification. So if you're around 50% and you're not feeling well, then you should aim for a higher percentage. If you aren't happy with where you are, then that's a great question to ask your doctor. How can we make this better, right? I don't feel good. How can we make this better? The real parameter for good is how you feel, not how anybody else feels. If you don't feel good, then you're well within, you know, the right to ask to feel better. And how can we make this better? One of the things that Dr. Wallace, you know, chatted about is that you are your best advocate for your health. Always, 100%. Do not let anyone tell you how you feel or tell you that you're okay when you don't feel okay. Um, She really is an advocate of trusting your gut and asking questions. If you don't feel right, then you're not right. Labs are important uh, because they give us a baseline and an insight to how your body is reacting and what's going on, but they're not the final say. You are in charge. You're in charge of your health care and you deserve it as much as anybody else does, right? And we also need to think about, you know, spending some time, some energy, some effort, and some family resources on feeling better. So don't just take one person's word for it because, you know, insurance doesn't do this or insurance doesn't do that. If you don't feel good, you don't feel good. And one of the last things that I want to leave you with here is that when I, my personal story, when I went to Dr. Wallace, I was mood swings like crazy. My libido was totally out the window. I was battling and really struggling with very dark, dark days. Depression was now looking back, I can say was very present. And I would tell her, I don't have anything to be upset about. I have a healthy family. I have a good family. My husband's good to me. We live a good life. But I felt so dark and gloomy. And when we got my test results back, it was very obvious why I felt dark and gloomy. And I cannot tell you in so many ways, this one doctor, this one advocate that I have in my life that cares truly about me, how many times she has really come up and saved me, literally saved me. Like I was in some very dire situations with my health that she just came alongside me and, and just spoke truth into my world and helped to heal my body more than two or three times. And so advocate for, you know, finding that good doctor and feeling better. So let's review really quick. So the three things that you'll want to make sure that you do is that you find a good doctor that'll listen to you, get the right tests done, and then understand your lab report so that you can ask your doctor for help. Okay. There's lots of free resources out there to help educate you so that you can feel the best that you can feel. All right, mama, that's what I have for you this week. I hope you are smashing this week and having an incredible, incredible day until I chat with you next time. Be well, and we'll talk soon. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. 
I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.